Welcome to the Completely Unprepared Podcast. My name is David. I'm Chex Lemino. You're what? Chex Lemino. The unknown hockey player from the 1980 Miracle on Ice team. Obviously. I was going to say, did you sneeze? (laughs) No, but I I probably will a couple times tonight, for the record. What was... Oh, I didn't... Was he on the, the Russian team? No, it's actually a character. It was Roger's character in the episode of American Dad when they did an episode on the Miracle on Ice. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, the one of the top uh, the top hit is for his ESPN game, and then our ESPN page, and then subsequently it's three clips of American Dad Roger as checks Lemonu, Lemonu. <laughs> yep, I, I think it's pronounced Lemino. Let me know. Hey, we're hanging out. Uh, checks. Let me know. Um, but I'm just Kira. Not Kira. Just Kira. Just Kira. All right. Let's. Uh, it's been a while, guys. Been off for a while. Yeah, like two weeks. Yeah, that's way too long. Uh, I guess. What's been... up? Sick. I've been at home dying for the past week and a half. It's it's been really fun. It's been entertaining we've, for us at least. <laughs> yeah, I was uh, I, I was real sick when I was at your place last weekend. Yeah, like, Kira, you that, didn't... that's the sickest I've ever been. I think it was like going into shock every time I moved. It was so bad. Oh, yeah, it was it was oh. no fun. No. I uh, the next morning I just changed I changed my train ticket and I was like I'm just gonna get home while I still can't like while I'm safe enough to get home and just ride this out in the comfort of my own bedroom. Just need to be home and curled up with a trash can next to your face watching exactly. Harry Potter. Exactly. Which is oh. where your part of the story comes in. <laughs> 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 Synchronized watched Harry Potter while I was hungover Saturday and Sunday. <laughs> it was because, so good. Well, because I went out Friday and Saturday nights, and so like my sleep schedule has been kind of wonky. Either way, but then, like, Friday, we went out, like, with my old roommate, we went, like, to fucking super packed bars. I'm like, I'm not staying sober for this. So, like, I woke up, and Jay was like, yeah, I've been watching Harry Potter. I'm like, where are you at? What's your timestamp? Yeah. <laughs> so, we just synchronized, like, the final four movies. That's so <laughs> perfect. We were texting jokes the whole fucking time back and forth, and then like we got to Deathly Hallows Part Two. I'm like, I don't, I don't know what I'm gonna do with my day. It's only like eleven. Like I have nothing else really to do. He's like, 
there's fantastic beasts in our house. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I'm getting nothing done. <laughs> and then, of course, we watched Megamind afterwards because you know, which is such gotta a keep it rolling. Oh, oh it was so gosh. good! It was so, so good. amazing. Wait, so <laughs> how how is Fantastic Beasts? I've never actually seen it. It's okay. Okay. Yeah, it was it was entertaining. I liked it better than like. Uh, five six and seven in the harry potter movies because okay. it kind of brought you back into like that magical immersion that the first yeah. four movies had you know what i mean so it's not like watching like, the hobbit after seeing lord of the rings um, uh, I, didn't, I didn't think so but i also wasn't as in love with the harry potter movies so I, yeah that's a pretty my, apt comparison well actually, my point yeah. being like, that i thought the hobbit kind of blew yeah yeah well, like, I mean, I feel no, no offense to Kira, but I feel like you'd be kind of biased because you love the Harry Potter movies, so me, it would yes, feel like yeah. the Lord of the Rings to Hobbit. Whereas I didn't love the Harry Potter movies, so it didn't like feel like that big of a drop off for me. I was like, oh yeah, it's just another uh, hour and a half, two hours of magic yeah. and wizardry, and it's entertaining. I mean, that honestly, like I yeah no it totally makes sense I really really liked Fantastic Beasts because um it like the graphics were awesome on it and it honestly felt more developed like in the first Harry Potter movies like one and two not so much three three was when they started really getting good CGI um but I would say not until like seven and like Deathly Hallows parts one and two and then this movie did it really feel like it was a wizarding world like hmm. at least from a cinematic standpoint um also hmm. just like plot wise I've always been a huge fan of like the backstory and um this is actually a really fascinating aspect of the backstory like of Dumbledore's origin like because there's this whole complex storyline that they don't really go into a whole lot in Deathly Hallows one or two like um, they hint at it just because they're like, oh, like Dumbledore used to write Gwen Grindelwald. That's kind of weird. Um, but they yeah, didn't they mention really... like he got his fame by taking down Grindelwald at some point? Yeah, yeah. But basically, like, there's a huge storyline that this next they're going to do the sequel to Fantastic Beasts, and mm. that will kind of dive a little more into it from what I know. Um. And basically, like they said, it where Albus and, or Dumbledore and, or as we affectionately referred to him all weekend, Dumbles. Um, <laughs> Dumbledore, we gave everybody, everybody a bunch of really fun nicknames. Voldemort had like twenty different nicknames. <laughs> uh, so, so did McGonagall. Yeah, McGonagall. McGoogly eyes. I like that one. Um, but yeah, I like, like the McGonza from the Muppets. Yeah, so good. All one word, no caps <laughs> except for M and G. Um, but yeah, like I, I think that there's a really interesting complex storyline there that the sequel will come up with. So I'm excited for that. Um, yeah. But yeah. Hmm, okay. The thing I really liked, I really liked about it is like, I think in episodes one through four of Harry Potter. You know, they, they get they give you this cool magical world with like a magic tree that hits anything that moves with a basilisk with werewolf, like all these really fun magical things. And then like in five through eight, they, they kind of got away from it. Like five was just they have a really mean administrator that comes in. 
you know, they, it felt like you had a little bit less of an immersion into a wizarding world and more of an immersion into a really fucked up school. Um, but I felt like they kind of got that back with, yeah. But I, I feel like they got that back with Fantastic Beasts because, you know, it's got Fantastic Beasts. <laughs> so you're seeing all these different cool magical creatures and stuff so this this might get edited out but like when you called her just like this angry administrator i just like had this like flash of like betsy devos like to her it's very (laughs) who i want to be (laughs) it's very betsy devos whatever she is Uh, the worst it was was very much that I would I would take Betsy DeVos over Umbridge right now, just right now, just because there's still some some threads whole of democracy that are holding Betsy DeVos back from being Umbridge. So that's just because she's in America, she's exactly. in Britain. She should be doing it. So <laughs> anyway, um, but yeah, there you go, Joe. We didn't talk about Marvel this week. We could talk about how Guardians of the Galaxy fired their director for some really ignorant, like terrible tweets, and now all of the actors are like trying to get him to be rehired. Yeah. Well, but like didn't he that was interesting. Hadn't he already apologized for the tweets before they like a long time before they decided to fire him? Yeah. Like, so like they already knew and then they're only doing it as a response to people raising a hubbub. Think yeah, about I mean, me about no, oh, sorry, go ahead. No, I mean you're I I would say I agree. That's all. The thing that bothers me about this whole thing is that you know, everyone jumped down the throat of Roseanne, again rightfully so. And, and demanded she get taken off the air and all that, and everyone's screaming about how great that is. And then when the same thing happens to James Gunn, they're like, "Oh, this is unfair. We can't." And you know, they're like all getting in a hubbub about it. It's like you can't pick and choose what you think is okay and not okay. Both of them were dark humor that was probably best not said. But so okay, so. Here's where it gets here's where it gets tricky. Oh, oh god. Um because she said her thing and then they fired her. But he had said his thing, apologized for it, and then years later it comes up again and then he gets fired. And I and I think where the similarity is in and I think people will say that that's different because of that aspect, but I think where it's similar uh is the fact that um, that we so <clears throat> in his case you hired him knowing that he had done that and then he apologized for it. In her case, you hired her knowing that she says stuff like that and she doesn't apologize for it. So I think to me that's what makes the Roseanne piece both different and actually worse. Well, she did apologize for it and said that it was a ambient riddled mistake. But yeah, I, I mean, that's I hear not you. that's not an apology; that, it's a deflection. Yeah, I, I I agree, but it's the closest you're going to get to an apology from it. You know what I mean? Uh, but I agree with you. Um, 
I agree with that 100%. I hadn't heard that he'd previously apologized for it. So that does change things a little bit. Yeah, but let me let me it just it bothers real quick. Me. My understanding was like he had apologized for it like 6 years prior. I had never I hadn't heard that. And if that's true, then sure. But I haven't I've also had not heard anybody making the same point you are. And if you make the point you're making, I'm I'm on, I'm on board with that. It, it, it's just the hypocrisy of I like this one so it's okay, but I don't like this one so it's not okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. Either it's all okay or it's not okay. But don't pick and choose. Let's see here. And granted, I I I I don't think James Gunn should be fired. I it's poor taste humor, very poor taste humor. Ten years ago, when poor taste humor was a little bit more in in stride, because mm-hmm. uh, what was that? Two thousand eight. Yeah, in two thousand eight, we called everything gay and retarded. And anything that was cool was pimp. Yeah, I still sometimes call that. I understand, but I mean, it's definitely not socially acceptable anymore to say, oh, that's retarded. Oh, that's gay. You know what I mean? So, and I believe that was also the time we're making dead baby jokes all the time. Yeah. I mean, it was, it was much more of a oh, yeah, no, fucked I... up time for humor. I for sure like made some I'm so happy that Facebook <laughs> was not a thing in high school because I made some seriously <laughs> very rude comments but it's also like you're in high school and our public education system doesn't really do anything to help students expand their critical thinking skills or be exposed to you know like new arenas that don't just perpetuate <laughs> stereotypes. Whoa! Damn. Hmm. That was a cough. Sorry. Um, I tried to mute my mic beforehand. Did not work. It's fine. So yeah, I think it's I think it's hard because obviously, like generationally, everybody grows. But um, yeah. But I also like, think if you, if you that start he should taking jokes from that time. Mm-hmm. Most people yeah. are going to look pretty bad. That's all fair. Well, and I think also, like, we're all aware of it, you know? Yeah. Well, so he. And a lot of people will laugh at some really fucked up things behind closed doors, but when they hear it, you know, hear it publicly, we're like, oh, that is unacceptable. But meanwhile, in the comfort of our own friend groups, we'll say the most horrible things that we can think of. Yeah. Just to, granted, he said it on Twitter. But. Just to put a bow on it, it, in 2012 he wrote he issued this apology for the he um, there was a text that was published through Glad and on his own Facebook page he posted this a couple of years ago I wrote a blog that was meant to be satirical and funny in rereading it over the past day I don't think it's funny. The attempted humor in the blog does not represent my actual feelings. However, I can see where statements were poorly worded and offensive to many. I'm sorry and regret making them at all. People who are familiar with me as evidenced by my Facebook page and other mediums know that I'm an outspoken proponent for the rights of the gay and lesbian community, women, and anyone who feels disenfranchised. And it kills me that some other outsider like myself, despite his or her gender or sexuality, might feel hurt. Or attacked by something I said. We're all in the same camp, and I want to do my best to make this world a better place for all of us. I'm learning all the time. 
I promise to be more careful with my words in the future, and I will do my best to be funnier as well. Much love to all. That was 2012. All of the things hmm. that came up were prior to that. That's fair. <clears throat> That's where the pushback's also, coming from. Yeah, also, like, people now know him for Guardians of the Galaxy. But, like, the first time I ever heard of James Gunn was from when he made YouTube videos called PG Porn. <laughs> By the way, oh absolutely, absolutely <laughs> hilarious. You should watch. No, I, I can't. I'll, I'll send you guys some clips. They're, they're, they're fucking hilarious. Is what they are. They're basically parodies of porn to make them uh, PG. Hilarious. Oh, I see. That's great. That actually sounds that, really as a concept funny. is very funny. Well, and, and I also, also um, James Sean Gunn, James Gunn's brother, who's in the movies. Is one of the main actors in one in a lot of them, which yeah, makes it very entertaining. Yeah. I really wish that Sean Gunn would like make like a Sean John knockoff brand. <laughs> it's just all like the same clothing except like the colors all <laughs> clash. <laughs> um, the <laughs> it makes me think of though like uh, think of uh, Bo Burnham. Remember his videos he used to put on YouTube. Um, he had one. I remember his vines? Well, yeah. Well, no, he started as like you, you've seen his YouTube songs, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Back he in the old days. Yeah, I'm talking about like how he originally started. Well, he's talked before about um because people ask him if there's any that he like regrets, and he has actually made the point that he used to do one called "The Perfect Woman," which was all about how Helen Keller was the perfect woman because and the line is because she didn't talk so much. And he's gone, he's gone and, and made the point that, uh, in retrospect, he's kind of embarrassed by the fact that like maybe somewhere a deaf kid may have been watching and just seen that and, you know, may have started as liking his, some of his other stuff and then seen that and just felt, you know, kind of betrayed by the fact that he would make a joke like that. Yeah. So I could, uh, I could, I could see that. Um, but like, if we're going to give somebody like that credit for, for, you know, learning from his offensive jokes and then like owning up to it, then when somebody apologizes, mm -hmm. I feel like we have to somehow get, you know, uh, send them up the river. You, you have to take that into consideration. <laughs> up the river. Yeah. <laughs> At least, uh, at least when the thing you're apologizing for is comments and not, like, physical actions. Yeah. Because, like, like, it was just bad taste comedy. That's all it was. It's not like it was, uh, you know, he did something terrible or he was denouncing. Like, it was just, it was an attempt at being hu humorous, and it wasn't funny. And comedy's, like, the only thing that when you're, when you do it poorly, you can't even tell that it's itself you know what i mean like you can't tell like co bad comedy is comedy it just it turns into tragedy because no one's laughing and it's just uncomfortable like if, 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 you, much, if you hear yeah. bad if you hear a bad song you're still like oh that's music it's terrible music but it's yep. music yeah. comedy is the one form of entertainment where you're just like is that even comedy well yeah speaking this of like bad like the jews on blast for an hour <laughs> Michael Richards, that's not show. comedy. <laughs> um, I think it's hilarious. Not what he said, but just watching him do that. Like, oh, 
yeah. he thought he could do that. <laughs> and that's why I think like there definitely Three you're out. There, there definitely does need to be retribution, like to a certain extent, because like he has had some success and he has had success like despite all of this, and he's never really faced kind of that backlash. Like, but I, I think that this is where we're gonna start to see like not excusing this behavior, but how do you hold it accountable moving forward and have like a nature of some level of like, I don't know if forgiveness is the right word, but. Yeah. I did really well, appreciate it. It's hard when you're like in Hollywood, which is a very fake and, you know, vapid place. Cause once, yeah. once you're, once you, once you fall out of the spotlight, they're not like, Oh, can we get him back? And it's like, no, fuck him. I don't care. We got, we yeah. got some new kid coming up. He's hilarious. I mean, if the if Disney really cared about comments of their people, they'd change the name of their company. <laughs> uh, yeah, we're about to get sued by Disney now. Fuck them. <laughs> Come at me. <laughs> what you got? Speaking of, speaking of Disney, <laughs> Disney the strongest owns, legal team of all time. <laughs> Disney owns ESPN, which airs sports, <laughs> which has uh, the NFC North. Hold on, hold on. I I had what I thought was was the best uh, the best segue. Um, s- speaking of bad comedy, the Cleveland Browns. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's so much better. Are located in the AFC North and think they're going to score forty <laughs> points on people a game. <laughs> yep, there it is. I like it. That's so much better. That's so much better. So- so to preface what we're about to do, uh, we we have the NFL season coming up in a month. We got about four weeks left. So from here until the actual season, we're gonna talk about two different divisions. This week, starting with the AFC and NFC North. Yeah. Sports. Sports. <clears throat> uh, that's, that's that's the theme song for it. Sports. 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 <laughs> So what you want to do first, AFC North or NFC North? Yeah, man, I think we just go right into the Browns. (laughs) That's my strategy. Go straight into the Browns. Uh, Um, Fight the Browns. What? My favorite. I just love the Browns a lot. Uh, 100%. I'm excited for this team. If anything, I, I just became a Browns fan. See, here's what I'm scared of. Like, I want the Browns to be good, but I'm so scared of their fans. I think we've talked about this many times, but uh, yeah. Ohio State any, fans are the worst, and that's what's going to happen. I just went to their Take website, and any fan who roots for a team with a fucking demonic-looking Keebler elf as its mascot on the homepage. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, yeah, just clevelandbrowns.com. Check, check this little guy out. What the fuck? <laughs> He, that's their mascot. That's that's a thing. That hand looks like it's about to like. Oh my! Throw what a the literal fuck? <laughs> that hand looks like how a five-year-old draws a fire. No, I'm sorry. Can you look down? Did you see where it says training camp information? They they made it in a black and white like silhouette view too. Ooh, yeah. Like they're actually oh, using boy. this. This isn't just a one-off. Oh, we're promoting something. We made a mistake. This is like. No, we're committing to our mistakes. This is a conscious decision. 
Um, oh. You know, I'm yeah, that's, really that's a brown in a nutshell, though, right? Yeah. <laughs> one off mistake. We are committing to this terrible decisions. You gotta wonder if that was something that, like, an owner or like a board member or something like that was just saying. You know what? We should bring this back. What? What's the anniversary this year? Oh, our seventy second. Totally. Let's do this. Hold on, though, <laughs> Kira. If if we gave you enough alcohol, could could you? <laughs> I imagine you being like, uh, "What can't I do?" Um, <laughs> Accurate. That's what I was thinking. I was like, "You can give Kira enough alcohol; she can do anything. She can could solve world hunger." Could hey, you make us? Life. Could you make us our own off-brand Keebler Elf <laughs> for our logo? Oh, I already know. Exactly what it's gonna be, and I know I'm doing this at work tomorrow because I have the supplies. Yes, I'm terrified. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, our poor Cleveland Browns. Oh, Just, I mean, the the arm. How? What is it wrapped? Is that like it's it's t- coattails? I just don't. I want to know the history of this now. Yeah. I think that's how they they like to draw turkeys. Oh. That's what they drew it there. Was, it was the primary logo from 1959 to 1969. Hey, what's up? Hey. Um, the story of Elf Brownie, the Elf. Yep, Brownie <laughs> is his name. Um, Which is really funny because he's blonde. <laughs> oh my god, you have to look at this guy dressed up as Brownie the Elf. <laughs> Holy shit, okay. I'm Brownie the Elf is also what they call Hugh Jackson. <laughs> look, look at this guy on the page. <laughs> it popped up in the preview. <laughs> what page are you on? <laughs> I sent you no. text messages. Oh, God. No. <laughs> oh. Why is he so serious? Oh, no. Oh no. He looks so serious about being Brownie the Elf. I hope that that's the guy who wrote this back in 2009 on com. <laughs> Look. The story of Brownie the Elf. This is what you're forced to do when you leave, live in such a shitty place as Cleveland. Oh no. Well, apparent, this actually sort of makes sense. So. I, I think that is the guy. Because if you click on his name, it goes to his bio. Um, that looks like the same dude. Please. Um, apparently brownies in folklore were not Mexicans, but they were, I'm just kidding. (laughs) I need to watch, I really need to watch my words now. Um, brownies (laughs) date back to folklore where they were elf-like creatures who helped out with household chores as long as you left them little goodies to eat. Um, house elves. (laughs) Yeah, literally house elves. Uh, apparently, they would Arthur, leave if you give them a piece of clothing. Arthur McBride, uh, who was the team's owner in the late 40s, asked for submissions for the mascot logos, and after careful consideration, chose Brownie as the new face of the team. Careful consideration? So, you mean his daughter was like, that one? <laughs> it's cute. <laughs> um, so that's that's pretty much what it is. Uh, that's just this frightening. Meanwhile, on the football <laughs> side, <laughs> so 
sorry. I just got so distracted. No, right. Okay. So. Uh, okay. Yes. Back to the roster. Here we go. I'm going to, I'm going to hit it just quick. Ready? Joe Thomas <laughs> retired. <clears throat> Heard that before. <laughs> Joe, Joe Thomas retired. Danny Sheldon got traded. They traded for Demarius Randall. They, they traded for Tyrod Taylor, Jarvis Landry. They signed DJ Carey. They signed. They signed Drew Stanton. They, yeah. Yes, they signed Drew Stanton. They signed Jeff Janis. They signed EJ Gaines, Darren Fells, Chris Hubbard, Carlos Hyde, Terrence Mitchell, Chris Smith, and Donald Stevenson. True. Let's go. And I that's mean, just what would fit on thing. one page of my screen. <laughs> that that uh, roster is so good looking, right? Like so much of it, I'm like. Oh uh, hell, they're actually going to be great, but I'm they have two so really big lacking positions <clears throat> that I think is going to really sack their season, um, and that's going to be the owner and the coach. <laughs> <laughs> I was just going to say I'm so excited to find out how they're going to fuck it up because we know they're going to fuck it up. Yep, absolutely. But I mean, look look, look at their starting lineup: Tyrod Taylor. Uh, with Baker Mayfield very reasonably having a chance to start. Um, Carlos Hyde and Nick Chubb and Duke yeah. Johnson. Uh, if they do a three-back set, I would not be surprised. Or not a three-back set, sorry, three-back system. Um, Jarvis Landry and Corey Coleman uh, with a lot on the bench in the wide receiver. With some pretty decent ones, I might add. Yeah, Rashad, uh, Rashad Higgins. Cal- Cal- uh, Callaway, Janice. Um, well, Callaway, they just end, stopped being such a fucking delinquent, but yeah. I mean, that's a lot of their team, but yeah. Yeah, true. Corey Coleman. <laughs> uh, then t- for tight end, they have David Njoku and Seth DeValve. DeValve, I think that's how you pronounce that. I don't know. Baller. Yeah, sure. Probably. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I don't know any of their, their line, um, but I imagine they're at least serviceable. Uh, Chris Hubbard's good. There you go. Um, and then on defense, I got Miles Garrett, uh, Christian Kirksey, um, Denzel Ward. Like, they're, they're stacked. They're absolutely stacked. They have Jabril Peppers as a, as the uh, second string strong Jesus. safety. Like, there's so much talent on that team. It's going to be zero faith in them. really fun to watch I was going to say, how, how, like, just... I want to say the word sad because I feel like I'm going to just be sad for them. Yeah. I'm, that's you know? how the Browns are. <laughs> well, okay. They, <laughs> they open <clears throat> they open to the Steelers. Um, I don't know if this is home or away, but uh, they play the Steelers, then the Saints, Jets, Raiders, Ravens, Chargers, Bucks, Steelers. So after four games, they have a chance to be four and four. But they'll beat the Bucks, especially if. Uh, oh no, they'll, they'll be after. James Winston will be so. back by then. But I mean, like they they have a chance against the Jets. They have a chance against the Ravens, and they have a chance against the Buccaneers. And they'll probably win one of those other five games, just with the talent they have on the roster alone. See, that's already a massive improvement over the years. It is. It is. But then they go: <laughs> Chiefs, Falcons, Bengals, Texans, Panthers, Broncos, Bengals, Ravens. Like. 
their the last half of their season is just fucked. No, they play the Broncos. Hey, um, watch it. <laughs> <laughs> but you're probably right. Oh, didn't the Broncos sign Case Keenum? They did. No. And they let yeah. Trevor well, Simeon go to Vikings? I don't know. We'll uh, get to the Broncos later. Yeah, that's a different <laughs> division. Well, I'm, I'm happy I, I, winning. I, I know we'll find Trevor Sim- Simeon along the way here, too. I forgot. I, I saw him earlier. I forgot what, they, what team he went on. Anyway, continuing with the AFC North, the Steelers are stacked. And and despite reports, Mike Tomlin has everything under control. <laughs> Sound, said like a Pittsburgh fan. Didn't know. People he trying to need so everything under control. He he needs zero control of that team. Just put him out there and let him do what they do. It's like when Larry Coker was the coach of Miami. Like yeah, he he won a national title, but he had nothing to do with that national title. <laughs> Twenty two of his players uh, went into the NFL and started after that yeah whoa shout out to larry coker i mean he's obviously a great coach because after winning a national title he's now at utsa wait what yeah he's at the school for tsa agents (laughs) it should be because well no it's just in san antonio i mean come on let's be real it kind of is hey shade at utsa oh no actually he he no longer even works at utsa he was there for a couple years and I guess now he's retired. I don't think that was my choice. But, um, but yeah, yeah, Pittsburgh Steelers. Steelers they fucking uh, stacked. Yeah, I just need at every position. I might add, maybe I mean, not tight end. And even then, I'm still pretty sold. Yeah, even then, like like they don't have like a number one like you're going to draft him in fantasy tight end, but they have good enough, like, like their tight ends are good enough at blocking is the thing. Yeah. Like they're, and they're yeah, just deba- not really. Debatably they can catch a ball. <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, oh, Jesse James. Oh yes. We, we remember. We, we remember <laughs> the precious. The North remembers. The AFC North remembers. <laughs> that's that's the title of the, the North remembers the, the parentheses AFC and NFC <laughs> can't can't leave out one division. Oh. Hashtag RIP um, Jesse. Not really. RIP. But I, I I think it's hard for me to even pick a position that I'm mo- like, I think they're better at because quarterback they've got Ben Roethlisberger, Landry Jones, Mason Rudolph, and Joshua Dobbs. I think all of those are very good players. Uh, I think you get rid of Landry Jones, but I think that either Dobbs or Rudolph could at least be as good as as you know half of the other quarterbacks in the league if you gave them an entire offseason. The problem is neither yeah. n- none of them ever get an offseason, and so all yeah. of a sudden Ben gets hurt in week eight, and then they just throw one of them in. They're like, yeah, it's going to work out great, and then Landry Jones throws like three interceptions, and they fucking lose, and they're like, you know what we're going to do? we're going to put Michael Vick in next game. And then they literally have to direct snap it to Le'Veon Bell so that he can score the winning touchdown against the Chargers. Like, <clears throat> I'm all about a good wildcat formation. I don't know what you're talking about. I, I'm all about, uh, but you shouldn't, yeah, you shouldn't have to do yeah. that. They, they, they didn't do it because like, oh, this is the smart play. They did it because they're like, we're not giving it to that fucking guy. <laughs> that is the smart play then. <laughs> Fair enough. 
going with the going with the broken play is not a smart play. Going with the guarantee, always a smart play. Um, but yeah, I think that my my, my favorite actually like. Mason Rudolph is a solid pickup and granted I'm just basing off what I've seen in college he might completely bust but uh he has very much has the potential to be the future of that franchise the kid the kid is really good he's uh, amazing yeah and he well, worked with a legend in my gummy well and they picked up his uh uh wide James receiver Washington. also yeah brought him Washington I always get him confused with the receiver from University of Washington whose name was also Washington uh yeah i don't know that i'm blanking on him but <clears throat> doesn't matter but um i think he's actually a rookie this year uh but point is the other the other position since we're on it that uh they're stacked on is wide receiver like yeah but... antonio brown juju smith schuster james washington eli rogers darius hayward bay uh who else is there's a couple in there it's just like I can see why you got rid of Martavis Bryant. Like, why do you need him? Well, he wasn't gonna, he wasn't going to resign. He's a liability for for weed charges, which shouldn't be a fucking thing. But let's not get on that topic again. Um, <laughs> but speaking speak- of Georgia, just legalized weed. Way to go, Georgia! Not the, go. not the state. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I know, um, right? I texted my friend who's in Georgia about it, and she's like. <laughs> I've never been so excited and so disappointed so quickly. <laughs> it's only because you haven't been. That's because you haven't had sex with me. Oh, we made the same joke. Oh. I literally, I, I can prove it. I texted that to her. Anyway, <laughs> um, so sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, you can prove it. You texted to her. You're because you were quicker to it. Um, hey. <laughs> speaking of uh pittsburgh wide receivers though yesterday antonio brown tweeted come play with me at des bryant let's get the chip eat greedy big plates eat greedy big plates so do, on do, top do you of want this instance of des bryant though what do i want do this want instance this? of des bryant i don't yeah. want a des bryant who thinks that he's going to be out there on three wide receiver sets or that he's going to be lined up when they're on their own 20. I want a Des Bryant who understands that he's the red zone package. If they can get a Des who, who like gets that, that like we want to bring you in, in the red zone, then I'm all for it. You already can't pay Le'Veon Bell and you want to try and pay for an outdated Des Bryant. Nobody else is paying him. Give him veterans minimum. (laughs) It's not gonna happen. I know. Is it, with, with with all the players you guys got, it just wouldn't even be. If worth it, it was really gonna happen, <laughs> Antonio Brown will, wouldn't be texting him or or tweeting him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> but I mean, you got even the line is monstrous. Marquise Pouncey, Alejandro Villanueva, uh, David DeCastro, like those are just monsters out there. I mean, and like Ramon Foster went down with an injury. I think it was Ramon Foster who did. Yeah. Um, but and like the backup of BJ Finney. Name is BJ. BJ Finney. <laughs> yeah, it's it's solid. <laughs> Fine, BJ. Yeah. But uh, and then you go look on defense, and it's like, and it do, it doesn't get any like not better. It doesn't. It doesn't. Cameron Hayward, uh, Matic Tyler Matikavich, who I still think is 
a criminally underrated player from college. PJ uh, Watt, Bud Dupree. Oh, I know. Joe Hayden. I'm. I'm. Yeah, their their secondary is is Morgan Burnett, Joe Hayden, uh, Artie Burns, Sean Davis, and um, oh, who is the one that I'm being a goddamn criminal forgetting right now? Uh, Terrell Edmonds, the the guy they just drafted. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and Mike Hilton. I forgot Mike Hilton. Um, oh, yeah, there we go. I'm so excited. <laughs> I'm so very excited. But uh, and and it's going to be great because this is going to be the year that Tom Brady falls off. <laughs> and uh, yeah, that's no. But OK. Well, he's been the only know. thing standing in their fucking way. Well, OK, <laughs> maybe not this last year, but. This last year, the thing standing in their way was the goddamn Jacksonville Jaguars. But moving on. So the. <laughs> yeah, if it wasn't for Tom Brady, Ben Roethlisberger could force his will on anybody. Uh... <laughs> hey. Probably learn more from Ben Roethlisberger about that than anything else. <laughs> <laughs> Every team so, in the league yeah. would feel like they were cornered in the bathroom by Ben Roethlisberger. David. <laughs> David's going to have a great year, great season. You know, I, I made the mistake of buying Le'Veon Bell's jersey while he was on his rookie contract, and I'm going to be kicking myself about that all year. But he I will never make the, the mistake of buying a Ben Roethlisberger jersey, so I can at least <laughs> rest easy on that. Um, I, I got one more before we move off of Steelers. Uh, for punt returns and kick returns, uh, you guys have – Quadri Hen- Henderson, and then on defense you have Quadri Pelagic, which is awesome. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Oh, oh, wow. <laughs> oh no! They put out a they put out like a post the other day where they said uh, Ryan Shazier out there walking with the linebackers, and I looked at the video and I was like, yeah, kind of. that was too good i mean i'm i'm really happy to see him moving around the way he is he looks you know i mean obviously he looks better he wasn't before the fact that he is moving around at all is fantastic um and and i've i've gotten past the point of please stop saying you're going to come back and play football because you're never going to come back and play football and moved on to the he needs to tell himself that he's coming back to play football so that he'll keep actually making progress yes. and shit. That makes more yeah. sense. 100%. Somebody Absolutely. explained that yeah. to me a while ago. It might have been UJ, and it made a lot of sense. Drop the credit for it. Other team, Ravens. Uh, Ravens. Are in the AFC North, Northwest. Um, I'm really excited for Is Joe Flacco Elite? to turn into <laughs> is it time to is start Joe Lamar Flacco. Jackson or Robert Griffin the third? Yeah. Is so Joe whenever Flacco someone asks alive. <laughs> is it time to start Lamar Jackson? Yeah, yes. Yeah, it's already time. He should be the starter going yes. into camp. You should cut Joe Flacco. David, ask me if it's time to start Lamar Jackson. Hey, is There's it time literally- to Yes, start- yes it is. It is time it is time to start Lamar Jackson. What are you talking about? Are you fucking kidding me? 
people apparently are hung up on the fact that he has a bad spiral. Hey, no, I want to, I want to real quick, just, just back up 12 months. Remember when, remember when Bill O'Brien thought that Tom Savage was a better fit starter than Deshaun Watson. <laughs> this is going to be just as dumb as that. I don't know about that. In three, um, in, in it, two years, in two years, this will be just as dumb as that. Maybe not this year. Maybe not this year, but in two years, it's going to be like, why the fuck didn't you start that guy? Here, here's my thing. Um, Cause Joe Flacco because is trash. Joe Flacco is fucking trash. Uh, I would start. I I would start on that team. I would start Robin Robert Griffin the third and let Lamar Jackson learn under Robert Griffin the third. Uh, because while I do love Lamar Jackson, uh, in college he looked very much like Jameis Winston. He made a lot of crazy plays, and he made them work. Doesn't really work as well in the NFL when everybody is that good. Um, and I'm really hoping for the best for Lamar Jackson. I think he has a lot of potential and can do great. Would I start him over everybody? No. I might even start Joe Flacco over Lamar Jackson this year, uh, exclusively because I want Lamar Jackson to see what decisions he should be making and how to actually play the play that spot. Uh, but that said, amazing athlete, so much talent, so much potential. I think he has a bright future if he makes the right decisions. Unlike James Winston. I would cut Joe Flacco and I would have done it years ago. Yeah, same. <clears throat> when when he won the Super Bowl, like I remember hearing someone say, uh, one of the commentators, oh, you can't call him Joe Fluco anymore. And I was like, yes, I he can. He, flu he fluked his way through an entire Super Bowl. Yeah, uh, or how about... I he did not win that Super Bowl. It was the murderer who won the Super Bowl. No, let's be honest. They won the Super Bowl because the fucking refs don't know what holding is on the run back that Jacoby Jones had. You want to talk about refs in a Super Bowl game here? Steeler? So the Bengals are... Wait, wait, wait. I'm not finished with the, with the Ravens. There's some other important, important topics. <laughs> uh, first of all the, what they did with their wide receiver core is absolutely insane because they just got a whole new wide receiver core uh, they signed both Michael Crabtree and Willie Sneed which Michael I think is Crabtree a really cool be, move uh, on their part yeah Michael Crabtree will be right there yeah as long as he finds his hands again um, <laughs> but Crabtree's said all right what was that? <laughs> I said all right. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's, Crabtree's good. Yep. They also they I'll have John Brown. As, as a, oh yeah, Cra Crabtree's definitely good. He has I no mean, idea when you should not wear a chain to a game, but he's good. You should wear a chain to everything. Uh. You should not and, wear a chain when you're playing against Akib Talib. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I enjoyed it. And you know. There are times where I feel like Michael Crabtree is a mediocre receiver and you shouldn't match him up with certain cornerbacks. But, you know, it's what it is. Wait, quick question, though, about that. 
so when Crabtree wears a chain in the game, Akeem snatches it off his neck. Did he keep? Did he keep just get to keep the chain? Like, isn't yeah, that theft? It, it, it's like uh, you know, death, death row records. You know, you, you snatch his chain, you got it for life, which is only going to be a few more minutes because uh, Tupac's going to come beat the living shit out of you. <laughs> <laughs> I would love to see that. Then you should check out un, uh, what is it, uh, Unsolved. Happened. I still have not seen that. I really need to. It's so dope. So dope. Um, everyone does such a good job with it. It's I, I absolutely love that show. Anyway, I can confirm uh, I have enjoyed every bit of it. I have watched, but I have not gotten far enough. Yeah. Right. It, it only gets better. They they always have to put at the end of every episode. Uh, you know, a little spoiler, like, remember, no, there's not been any arrests to this day. Don't get your hopes up. Because at the end of every one, you're like, oh my god, they're closing in! And, and nope. They don't get anybody. Um, but yeah, the Ravens. Rashad Perriman, Willie Sneed, John Brown, Michael Crabtree. That's dope. The Perriman's still dope. on the team? <laughs> he is. Yeah, I just found out that Kevin White is still a bear. I was like, how? <laughs> Poor Kevin White. Um, then uh, their defense is still beastly. You got C.J. Mosley, Terrell Suggs, uh, Brandon Carr, Eric Weddle. They're, they're 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 set. They set on defense. I still don't think that they're gonna take their they're gonna take their division. Uh, they'll they'll probably get a wild card spot. Would be my guess. No, nah, I don't think that. I don't. I I don't think uh, the Ravens will be. Uh, serious playoff contenders. Yeah, I they have the let me rephrase. They have the potential to take a wild card spot. Oh sure, sure. I'm I'm, I'm not I'm not gonna give it to them definitively, even though I just said that I was a few seconds ago. But uh, we, we got to remember the, the Bills were a playoff team last year. Exactly. So, um, they're all contenders. Right. Still my <laughs> yeah. favorite. Yep. But I, they, they, they're, uh, they're one of my top ones to get a wild card spot. Moving on uh, to the last team in the AFC North before we go into the NFC, the Bengals. Not to be confused with the rock group of the same name. Damn it. I did all <laughs> the wrong research today. You know how many times I listened to Walk Like an Egyptian? It was just another manic fucking Monday. Anyway. <laughs> the, the thing that I like most about the Bengals right now is their third string quarterback, Jeff Driscoll. Does anyone remember Jeff Driscoll from his days at Florida? Oh no. my gosh. Okay. I don't want to look this up now because that. Okay. So coming out of high school. Oh, Jeff this Driscoll motherfucker. Was... Yep. Jeff Driscoll. Jeff Driscoll was supposed to be one oh. of the best quarterbacks in the nation um, as a high school recruit, and he went to Florida. And, and then he just the coaching, in... yep, the coaching oh. staff was so terrible that they could not develop him one bit. Uh, he transferred away from Florida and went to my school, Louisiana Tech. Louisiana Tech. I always get all the Louisiana schools mixed up, like Louisiana Lafayette, Louisiana Tech. Anyway. 
went to Louisiana Tech, had a stellar year that nobody noticed because it's Louisiana Tech. Um, he, I mean, I wish he was there now under Skip Holtz, man. They fucking had that come up. He would Jeff Driscoll in 20, 2017. Oh, love to get that yep. back. And then he went to the Niners last year, and uh, he looked really good in the uh, preseason. But you know, they kind of signed another quarterback, and suddenly they had room. You know what I mean? Kind of good. Mm-hmm. So I guess they. I don't know if they just dropped him or they sent him off to the uh, the Bengals here, but I'm really hopeful that he can uh, eventually play again. I mean, it's it, gonna be real hard. Got the wrong of the deal. It's gonna be really hard in a uh, death chart with Logan Woodside, Matt Barkley, and Andy Dalton. So you know, oh, <laughs> uh, Andy Dalton, the most successful just... athlete ginger of all time. I was gonna say, still setting the par real high for. Uh, for you put some redhead. goddamn respect on Paul Skull's name. <laughs> no. <laughs> that guy um, won multiple Premier League titles. Oh well, we're talking about real football here. Yeah, we're we're talking about athletes, not uh, <sighs> you know hobbyists. Uh, I'm so angry. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck David. Must acknowledge. <laughs> all right, soccer's cool. You got it. There you go. Uh, um, I almost said that he's the most successful ginger of all time, and then I remembered Ron Howard, and I was like, oh, no. Uh, and Ron Weasley. Ron yeah, I sta- Howard I stand is an old Ron Weasley. That was that was Ron's <laughs> nickname the whole weekend. Was oh hey, look, Ron Howard. <laughs> Ron Howard's finally getting some. Good for you. He he like like everybody else in that movie, in that series. He had a lot of nicknames. Rom Tree Wheezy. Personal favorite. Um oh, so good. I do but, like yeah. that on this uh death chart that I'm looking at, they have oh. Giovanni Bernard listed ahead of Joe Mixon. No. Oh I I don't have, I'm I'm looking at the official CBS sports one and they don't have they have Joe Mixon starting, um, but not, nobody's really nobody's released their depth charts this year though. Right, I'm, I'm looking at the uh, R Lads one. Hmm. I, I don't I don't know which one would have more up to date, but yeah. This is updated the 26th of July. Yeah, I mean, but it's still not based off of anything. Of That's course it is. J I Google searched it. Okay, but. <laughs> <laughs> the team hasn't released it. Okay, anyway. No, I know. I, uh, I just I think it's funny that they would think to do that. Like Yeah. Who who actually thinks that that's going to happen? Dumb people? I mean, Bernard's going to be in on on for a lot of work. It's not like he's just a, a bench player. I mean, the yeah. guy's making 25 I, over 3, I think. I could see them doing like a little uh Atlanta Falcons thing with the du- with the dual running back set. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I imagine that I imagine Bernard's going to have like a similar kind of role as what I imagine uh, Duke Johnson's going to have um, like uh, yeah. f- fucking I mean, really, if he's healthy, the kind of role that CJ Procise should have. <clears throat> um, yeah. But we're, we're, we're missing the most important running back. Quentin Flowers. Quentin Flowers. Woo! Woo-hoo-hoo! What's up? 
I'm so sad that they they switched him to running back. Like he was so good as a quarterback at USF. I know. Uh, granted, you know he was very much a dual threat, and he was like his most dangerous aspect was his running. Uh, you could throw a good ball, don't get me wrong, but he was definitely more threatening because he could run so well. Uh, but it is sad to see him become a running back. Now help me out. UCF was the national champion, not USF, right? Yes. Yes. Okay. UCF and UCF or UCF and USF played each other for the AAC title, uh, which UCF took off of a last minute interception in the end zone. Nice. Let's go, Scotty Frost. Oh. Scotty <laughs> Frost. And Mackenzie Milton from Kapolei, Hawaii. Of course. Starting quarterback for UCF. I it's funny it. when I was when I'm, I'm tangenting again because that's what we do here. Um, but during during the season when you when you'd watch a UCF game, they like tried to play up the Hawaiian side, like, oh yeah, he's from Kapolei, Hawaii. He's from Kapolei, Hawaii. It's like, you guys have never been to Kapolei, but uh, it is the whitest place in Hawaii. <sighs> it's it's so white that it's in Hawaii and it has a water park. Oh God, a, a water park that once had the slogan. The most fun you'll have in the water. No. <laughs> in, in Hawaii. Factually incorrect. Yep. I, anywhere else you can make that claim and I'd be like, yeah, it makes sense. But we're in the we're we're in the birthplace of surfing. Um their wide receiver core is cool. Uh AJ Green, obviously, Brandon LaFell, whatever. Uh, Jonathan Ross has a chance to start making some moves this year. Tyler which, Boyd. Tyler Boyd. Both of those uh, were fantastic receivers in college. Uh, Jonathan Ross was so good that he could make uh, Jake Browning look good. Well, him and him and Pettis. Yeah, but last year, I mean, people will say it was because of injury, but like, he wasn't that injured that he couldn't make some good games, and he had no good games last year. Yeah. Compared, especially, I mean, especially compared to the year before. It was very much on Jonathan Ross. And I, I think Dante Pettis is a very good receiver, too. But Jonathan Ross was kind of a monster. You know what I mean? Hey, just, just as an aside, uh, how much longer until Washington regresses? Because I'm getting really sick of listening to my friends. Oh, I know. I hate it, too. The worst. It's the worst. Uh, not as long as they have Jimmy Lake running their defense. Goddamn. Their defensive backfield, I'll say that. Their offense is decent, uh, but that is not enough to carry them nearly as much as arguably the best defensive back core in the country. Uh. When you have a complete uh. no-fly zone, it's, it's yeah. I agree. I keep I keep telling Jimmy, like, dude, get your dad to go somewhere else. Yeah, I know. I want to cheer really, for your really, dad. Really great small town, about a mile, about an hour south of Salem, Oregon. <laughs> really, really nice. Yep. I, I, I believe I it was Eugene. It's, house prices are much more affordable than Seattle. Have you met my friend <laughs> Phil? Uh, oh, and now they're in Adidas school, Washington. 
which is weird. Wow, now I hate them more. I know, right? It's like everybody's running away from Adidas, and then now you guys decide to go with Adidas? Come on. You know, the only thing worse would be if they're like, we're going to be a New Balance college. <laughs> we're we're going to be exclusively rocking Skechers shape ups. <laughs> <laughs> Coaches on the sidelines wearing them. I mean, hey, it's, not, it's not so far fetched. There was a point where their basketball team was officially sponsored by a company called Sweet Washington Athletic Gear. And if you didn't put those first letters of each of those words together, swag. Yep. Where they would wear one, one, onesies to practice that they called swag suits. 100% support this. I remember this. You know who I'm imagining being. Like actually wearing shape ups on the sideline. Jake Locker. No, <laughs> Harbaugh. Yeah. Oh, oh my god. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. With those fucking khakis. Oh, and no shirt. <laughs> <laughs> there is no football gif I love more than seeing Jim Harbaugh get. Gatorade poured on him and not breaking his gaze one bit. <laughs> Back when he was nine, it's still the best. He honestly, I, look. I fucking cannot wait for college football to be back just so I can have another <laughs> season with Jim Harbaugh. You guys have no idea. Like, that is the highlight. Did you guys <laughs> see the thing he said about chicken? Yes. Oh my gosh. No. Well, well, <laughs> I I'm not surprised by it up. already, but. Why you shouldn't eat it? I so I went to Google it and I just put in Jim Harbaugh and it auto populates. First one is chicken. <laughs> he, um, he tells his players not to eat about... chicken because it's a nervous bird. He says, <laughs> <laughs> "Love it." Here's the thing with Harbaugh headlines: you can never tell if they are onion articles or if they are real. Just like most of modern journalism, true. Like, I remember seeing an Onion article about Harbaugh that said, uh, before first game of the season, Jim Harbaugh makes his players go out and kill their dinner for their final feast. And I was like, I totally believe that. It, it took me a while to realize that it was actually an Onion article. Oh. <laughs> he didn't actually? Like, he didn't actually, like, equip his football team, his players, with, like, just just a spear and night vision <laughs> goggles. Good luck. Yep. Took him out on a helicopter and just dropped him in the woods. Oh, Find your way back. I would love that so much. Oh. But yeah, the Bengals. That's the Bengals. Um, John, John Ross, Tyler Boyd. Uh, but my favorite of all of their wide receivers is Moritz Boringer, the uh, German dude. Hell yeah. The German unicorn. I, I once he got cut by the Vikings, I pretty much figured he was done. But he is now a uh, Cincinnati Bengal. Dude, good for good for him. Yeah, he got to play with his idol. Uh, oh my god, why can't I remember his name? The dude that hit his son with a switch. Adrian Peterson. Uh, Adrian Peterson. <laughs> okay, god, whenever that's... I think of Adrian yeah. Peterson, all I can hear in my brain is uh, orange peanut for me. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, the bad lip readings. Exactly. So now I can like I I can see his face and that's all I can hear. I can't think. What's his name again? Oh yeah, Adrian Peterson. That's right. All day. Um, um, moving on to the NFC North. Yeah, we spent enough time not we've, talking about the AFC North. We've we've got this. Uh, I'm gonna just start right on the Vikings because I found yeah. what I think is just such a stereotypical, um, you, you know, new white quarterback in town that you're trying to build up on the, you know, uh, scouting report or whatever it says, <clears throat> and keep in mind, this is going to be, this is, this is I'm, I'm going to read it and then you're going to see why it's excellent. Quarterback Kirk Cousins has impressed so far with both his leadership skills and on the field play, according to his teammates, according to ESPN. <laughs> yep. That's uh, so many, so many phrases that say, He's a white quarterback. According to his teammates, according to ESPN. <laughs> it's not even, they yeah. didn't even get it from any of their teammates. He just saw it on ESPN and then wrote it down and then had to still attribute it to his teammates said it. A friend of a friend of a friend of a friend told me. Like, why didn't they just say was included said. in Russian bot tweets? Was... <laughs> <laughs> The best part is I don't even think he's their widest quarterback because behind him they have Trevor Simeon. Ah, that's where there Simeon went. Yep. He's a is. Minnesota Viking. They, I, I think, did they, do, did they do it just like a direct trade for Case Keenum? Because if so, I mean, good move by the Broncos. Uh, I actually have no idea, to be entirely honest. I don't. I don't think they did. No, I think it was a free agent. Mm-hmm. I really so. liked the quarterback carousel that that went on this off season. Yeah, I, I mean Sam Bradford is in Arizona. What the fuck? <laughs> I'm excited for that <clears throat> shit. But that's not With his little counterpart, right Josh Rosen. So, but anyway. Yeah. So, uh, Dalvin Cook isn't wearing a knee brace. That's good to see, or it's bad to see. We'll find out. Um, apparently Stefan Diggs has been ridiculously good looking. Um, Adam Thielen, have, have you guys, have you guys looked up Adam Thielen's stats from last year? No, you should. I know he had a surprising season. Like I thought, like, I was like, oh yeah, like he was, he was pretty good. Like I should consider like looking at him like last year he went 91 for 1,276 yards and four touchdowns. Hmm. It's like, what Not the bad. fuck? Not bad. Uh, they've also got Laquan Treadwell. So. Ooh, is that ever going to work yeah. out? Uh, he's averaging, what, 10 yards a catch? So, you know, he's got a, he's got a potential. It's not really catching very I'm hoping it does. So. 21. Yeah. 21 for 215. So. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I, I I, I like him. You know, I, I'm hoping that he turns out to be better. He uh, he beat Alabama in Tuscaloosa, which is awesome. That's and my some, favorite. Some, oh my god, that was the craziest game I think I've ever seen. It was a hundred percent so much fun. fun. 
like, okay, so still the play I will never forget is Chad Kelly takes a snap, completely misses it because it, it was too high of a snap, bobbles it, picks it up off the ground, tosses it randomly in the air. Uh, it bounces off of, I believe, an Alabama uh, defender, goes into Laquan Treadwell's hands for a touchdown. Every second of that was like, what? What the? What the fuck just happened? They can't lose, can they? <laughs> you know, I mean, it was fucking insane. And then it was all highlighted by Katy Perry getting absolutely wasted in uh, <laughs> in the Mississippi. Like, so much of it was just so random, but so great. That's so wonderful. <laughs> Truly, that's just one of those like, this is why college football is a bajillion times better than the NFL. A hundred percent. Some offense. Some offense. But the um, Vikings, congratulations. You guys got Trevor Seaman. <laughs> Viking uh, Seaman. Very, very strong. <laughs> very strong, yeah. Um, Kirk yeah. Cousins is still up there, right? Uh, no. Yeah. Oh, oh Kirk. No. Yeah. 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 He signed with them. Kirk Cousins? Yeah. Yes. He's up there. Signed a completely. <laughs> Completely guaranteed contract. Um, interesting. Yeah, on interesting. In de- on defense, they got Hercules Mata'afa, which I think is a terrible decision. So that'll be fun to see. But they also have Anthony but, Barr, so it'll probably work out. Uh, yeah, and Linval Joseph and Eric Kendricks. And yeah, they've got... They've got uh, Xavier Rhodes and Trey Wayne. Yeah. yeah. Uh, they're definitely strong contenders for the North. I mean, obviously they can't. They're pretty much returning most players, and uh, the one that the main one that they lost was, uh, you know, the quarterback. But they replaced him with Kirk Cousins, which doesn't hurt. Uh, yeah, that is Vikings moving down to the Packers, which would be my pick for winning that division. <clears throat> Aaron Rodgers, say. Safe decision. As long as Aaron Rodgers is there, they're always the favorite. That's the entire reason. It starts and ends with him. Yeah. It also helps that, like, at the beginning of last year, they're like, we'll make Ty Montgomery a running back. That'll work out. And now they're like, Aaron Jones, Jamal Williams, Ty, you might make the (laughs) roster. Yeah. Well, it's like Kansas City. You know, they did the same thing with Spencer Ware, uh, Fucking what are there other 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 running backs? Kareem Hunt, Trakandrick um, West. Trakandrick no, West before before Kareem Hunt, there was um, Spencer Ware got injured, so then they put in oh no, uh, Jamal Charles got injured, right? Yeah. So then they put in Spencer Ware, and he turned out to be awesome, and then he got injured, and then they put in Trakandrick West, who then was also awesome. It's like yeah, I think they, they might have just had a good offensive line. Going? Yeah, but also those are some good players. Like regardless, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sharky West is good. You know, it was just like, whoa, that's what your depth chart is. No wonder the Anthony's not starting. Yeah. Which, by the way, how is the Anthony Thomas still on that roster? Jesus Christ! Uh, I think he's, he's still the most rookie. resilient player. He's still on a rookie contract. When he has to sign a new contract, he's going to get Dexter McCluster. No, a... no way he's on. He's he's been there for a while. Wow, that, was, well, that was already four years ago. Uh, yeah. Okay, you're right. Signed one year, eight hundred eighty thousand dollar contract. That makes sense. Okay. 
Because, like, what do they need him for? You know what I mean? And only 90 grand of that is guaranteed. Yeah. Hey, I was at the game when this, uh, his Wikipedia picture was taken. I remember that. Anyway. <laughs> uh, it was a basketball game. Ah. Anyway, after they won the Rose Bowl, they all strolled in, fucking made a scene of it. It was mm. awesome. So good. Um... <laughs> What's team stuff? Green Bay added uh, Jimmy Graham. <clears throat> they yep. added. Uh, I mean, that's really the m- biggest one. Um, yeah, they they've got a lot on <clears throat> tight end. I, I I wouldn't be surprised if they did a lot of two tight end sets because you got Mercedes Lewis, uh, Jimmy Graham, Lance Kendricks. All of those started at some point. Uh, that's very that's very good for a two tight end set. Yeah. And granted, Jimmy Graham is not going to be your traditional tight end, so you have to kind of assume when you see him there, like, oh, he's going to be running out of the out of the line. But and hopefully, uh, with Devonte Adams playing the one role, he'll actually be able to get a little more consistent with it, as opposed to kind of battling it out with Cobb and uh, yeah uh, Nelson last year. Jordy Nelson, yeah. I thought that was interesting. They really uh, gutted their wide receiver core because they got because now their receivers are Devonte Adams, which isn't bad. Randall Cobb, not bad. Uh, Geronimo Allison, not too bad. They added Equ- Equanimous Saint Brown, which is the most East West Bowl name ever. Yeah. Um, but he's good. So I don't know. It'll be interesting to see. What Aaron Rodgers can do without Jordy well, they, Nelson to throw to. If I remember correctly, they gave Devonte like real money. Um, oh, really? Yeah, I think they gave him like like twelve a year or something like that. Huh. Well, their best wide receiver is Jimmy Graham. Devonte Adams, four year, fifty eight million. Oh wow! Um, that's uh, so. So they money. they really think he's he's going to be the number one there. Um, and then you'll go Cobb out of the be. Cobb out of the slot probably, and Geronimo on the other outside. My guess is they hope uh, Equanimous or whatever his name is is going to be legit. Equinemous. I think he could be. He, he looks good, but yeah, got a good future with him. Yeah. Uh, so really, they they should have been the candidate to to pick up like a Des Bryant. Yeah, yeah, that'd have been fantastic. Just a one year contract on him. Yep. Uh, give St. Brown a, uh, somebody to learn behind. Yep. Yeah. It's weird because they really have no stars on wide receiver. Uh, uh, I think it's going to change after I this guess. year. I think, I, think they, I think they think and I think Gotta they're be. right that Devontae Adams is going to, when they put him in that one role and just give it to him, that uh, oh, yeah. it's going to shine. By, by, saying no, by saying they don't have a star, I mean like they they don't have anybody whose name already rings, you know, automatically throughout the yeah. league. Like Des Bryant, you don't even question. He's like, oh yeah, Des Bryant, monster. You know, Rob Gronkowski, same thing. You know, those superstar level players, and they don't really have one at wide receiver, which is uncommon. Because yeah. usually, even when you have a great quarterback, they have a great great wide receiver. Uh, yeah. Jerry Rice was a massive compliment to Joe Montana. You know, things like that. Uh, Alan Hearns was a fantastic compliment to Blake Bortles. 
<laughs> stuff like that. <laughs> yeah. Um, Percy Harvin and uh, Russell Wilson. <laughs> Yikes. So it doesn't always hold up, I guess. No. <clears throat> um, then, oh, yeah, the other thing I thought was really interesting about them, of their uh, 11 defensive starters, six of them are injured. That's or are crazy. currently listed as injured. Ooh. They have five of 11 starters on defense that are healthy. That's, That's nice. subject to change, I'm sure. Uh, the bright side, haha, Clinton Dix isn't on that list. The downside, Clay Matthews is. Uh, yeah. But, you know, we still got a month that is very subject to change. I would hate to see them have to start the replacements. Um, yeah, and they added Jair Alexander, too. I think that's going to be... Yeah, his, now they're starting punt returner, supposedly. Oh, weird. Yeah. Not what I would have thought. <clears throat> no, that's literally... Yeah, but who else did you put in there? Cobb. Randall Cobb. Yeah, but you want when you have such you know limited wide receiver choices, you don't want to kill one of them for yeah maybe returns. I'd rather not be putting my first round rookie in there, but yeah, maybe that's a yeah, it's their calculation. Uh, I put I'd put in Ty Montgomery, I think. Oh yeah, that even makes more sense. Yeah, just like up oh, <clears throat> time to earn your place. Get out there. We're, we're ready. We're, we're ready for you to die. Go, go, return some kicks into fun. <laughs> Adios. <laughs> Hope they don't take your head off. Good luck. Um. Speaking of returners, I'm very excited to watch uh, Tariq Cohen's second year in the NFL. Yeah. With the Chicago Bears, another NFC North team. Oh, there you go. See, right, right there. Quarterback, wide receiver combo. Tariq Cohen and Mitchell Trubisky. They, I know he's a running back, but still. No, they signed yeah. they signed Allen Robinson in the offseason. Oh, yeah. 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 Good. So they got uh, Allen Robinson. They got Anthony Miller. They have one wide receiver. They have one wide receiver. What, what was that, Kira? Um, Sorry. I was going to say, Good. I really like Allen Robinson. I like oh, yeah. Alan Robinson a lot. I I think he's uh yeah. I think he's really good. That's um, fun. They have, good. they have Anthony Miller. Just drafted. Yeah. You, you know, yeah. I'm hyped on him. I mean, I'm not ready to say he's gonna, you know, be the star. He does I, I think he's gonna be legit. I keep watching his his Memphis highlights and uh stuff videos coming out of training camp and stuff and the guy just looks super solid yeah yeah i got burned on the last player i thought was going to be great out of memphis so who who was that not... just for the record here who's that <laughs> <laughs> paxton lynch oh hey you know what i kind of got burned on that one too because I was really upset that the Steelers didn't draft him. 
Mm-hmm. And then you were upset that they didn't draft Mayfield. So I'm still upset that they didn't draft Mayfield. <laughs> it hurts every time I think about it. Thanks for reminding me. Um, God. You got Mason Reed through it all. I wouldn't sweat. Yeah, I think I think he'll be fine. I want. I think Mason Rudolph was such a better value pick. Well, on the bright side, the Browns will ruin him. He'll sign Mm -hmm. a veterans minimum contract with the Steelers. He'll outplay his contract, but he'll get hurt, and then they'll sign him to like a four-year, thirty million dollar contract, and have the cheapest quarterback who will lead them to four Super Bowls in a row. I think you have a lot more potential of doing something with Mason Rudolph. I promise you. You're probably right. I just wanted Baker. Um, I'm always right. Don't yeah. look at any of the mistakes I've ever made. <laughs> uh, cool things about the Bears, or the coolest thing about the Bears, is their second string uh, center, Ronis Grasu, from the University of Oregon. Sounds like a basketball player's name for some reason like very familiar i don't remember who though anyway yeah ronis grasu played when uh was the starting center for mariota through his years got it with dope we miss him all every day we miss everybody from that team every day yeah. what happened <laughs> um yeah, no, I I just noticed that uh, Ronis is on the team. I think that's fun. Starting ahead of Kush. Eric Kush. Oh, and they have a they have a guard named Rashad Coward. Somebody that uh, Jim Harbaugh would never draft because his name is literally Coward. <laughs> the heat's chicken. <laughs> Guaranteed. <laughs> The dumbest part about that is like chicken is the one of the best foods you can eat as an athlete. It's got like zero fat. It's all protein. It's really good for muscle growth. Dumb. It's not beef. Beef and pork. Which is uh, beef and pork are extremely high in fat. They're also extremely high in goodness. I agree. Especially pork. Um. But, yeah. Uh, who's the Who's the guy on the uh, Leonard Floyd? I've heard some crazy things about. Oh yeah. Apparently he looks really good. Um. Then uh. Then they have Akeem Hicks also, so they 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 could have a sneaky, good defense too. Um, as long as Trubisky doesn't turn it over as many times as I think he's going to. <clears throat> and leave the defense just stranded for play after play. Yeah. Put into Mukamura. I'm not I'm uh, not crazy hyped about Trubisky. I think that some of the offensive weapons are gonna be great, but I think he's <laughs> I'm not I don't think too highly of him. I like Trubisky a lot. Uh I don't think he had anything to work with last year. Uh so that makes it hard. And he's a young kid. Just think of some of the greatest quarterbacks in their first season. Peyton Manning looked terrible in his first season. Tom Brady was average in his first season. Uh, I, there's a lot of things I really like about Trubisky. 
and the lot that I'm just kind of like, eh, you're going to need to buck up to get to keep this starting spot. But I'm not, uh, what I'm saying is I'm not off of him yet. <laughs> Makes sense. The other, uh, the other player that I really like on on that team, since we're talking about the bear, the Bears is uh, their second string fullback, which you know is a very important position. Second string fullback uh, is Ryan Null from Oregon State. What? Who? Yeah, I I don't understand how that kid's a fullback because I remember him at Oregon State. He wasn't that big. No. Like a shit, but. Uh, yeah, because he slashed Oregon uh, when we were absolutely rolling because that Civil War game is always a crapshoot. But uh, I remember just being so impressed by Ryan Nall. And I guess he's still in the NFL, which I didn't know he ever got to. Good for him. Yeah, I had no idea. Must have really done a lot yeah. um, afterwards, but good for him. Yeah. I made a lot of jokes about null references not handled in the defense. <laughs> well done. But yeah, that's the Bears. And last but not least, the Detroit Lions. Well, kind of least, right? Maybe, maybe least, yeah. <clears throat> Although I don't, I, I feel like the Bears are the least in this division. I feel like the, the Lions are uh, a better team. Yeah, yeah, but they're like. The Bears are at least more interesting. Yeah, that's true. Like anytime I hear anything about the Lions, I'm like, oh, Lions, okay, cool, whatever. Oh, they had another 9-7 and seven season? Neat. Okay. <laughs> Next. <laughs> um, yeah, they got, they, got a, they got an interesting looking team. Oh, Dwayne Washington. That's the one from Washington. There you go. Uh, yeah. Plays for the Lions. Dwayne Washington uh, running back from Washington. Washington had, from Washington. I had him on a couple of fantasy teams for a while, back when Amir Abdullah was hurt. And then Theoretic was the one who broke out. I was like, fuck. Yeah. <clears throat> but Theoretic's not even their starter anymore. No. on Johnson. Uh, is not their starter. No, no, no. Who's the other, who's the other guy? Um, I'll give you a hint. He punched a Boise State player in the face. Garrett Blunt. Thank you. Garrett <laughs> <Yeah. clears throat> Blunt. No, the reason <laughs> is carry on. The, the Garrett left injured today. Well. Oh. They didn't say if it was serious or anything like that, but he went out of practice and then carry on stepped in. Wait, carry on Johnson started over. Or is, so Blunt, you're saying, is injured. Yeah, yeah. And, and so oh, okay. that's why I said carry on, because then he, he came in and took oh. reps. <clears throat> gotcha. But I mean, they're, they're pretty stacked on running back because they got Garrett Blunt, Theo Riddick, Carry on Johnson, Amir Abdullah, Dwayne Washington, Zach Zenner. Uh, the problem I, is, they, like, it's, I, a, it's a bunch of running backs who would, like, like none of those would start on, uh, on, on several teams. Well, Garrett Blunt started for the Patriots. Okay. And won a title. There you go. There you go. None of the people you yeah. named would be the second running back on the Saints. None of the people you named would be the third running back on the Browns. Um, 
Yeah, I just I just like all those players. I think they there's a lot of potential there for their depth anyway. Um, they're probably gonna cut one or two of them, but still. Yeah, they'll probably cut Abdul, is my guess. Yeah, because <clears throat> he's the most expensive for value reasons. Yeah, um, he's also the most injury prone. Yeah, I think the biggest uh, change that they did though uh, for their team, which I think is going to be massive for them, is uh, Luke Wilson. They added not not the actor Luke Wilson. Oh, I, I heard it. I heard, I heard your excitement. I didn't want to get you too excited. Sorry. Yeah. Um, they did sign, however, Owen Wilson uh, to the coaching staff. Wow. So, yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so now they're starting Golden State and Luke Wilson. So basically, it's like the Seahawks recycle team at this point because they have two, <clears throat> two of our former players. Well, and, and Dwayne Washington went to Washington, so they can all just chat oh. about Washington. Yeah, they can be like, "Hey, you guys remember Seattle? Yeah, I remember Seattle. Remember Dicks? It's wet, isn't it? Dicks. <laughs> oh. Dicks. Dicks. Dicks Burgers is a very famous restaurant or burger chain. It's not a restaurant. Burger chain in Seattle. It's like Washington's In and Out Burger. For anyone listening who doesn't know, so um, good. so good, so good. Um, it's fine. Um, then they have one of the Toy Lolo brothers as the backup to Luke Wilson, which is always fun. On the Luke Wilson, though, it was particularly like they got rid of Eric Ebron and then added Luke Wilson. And I'm like, yeah, that, that's an upgrade, actually. Oh, yeah. Now, Luke Wilson is one of those ones that, you know, a lot of people <laughs> don't really care for because he's not a fantasy tight end. Yeah. But it, he's the kind of player that coaches love, you know. He'll block for you. You throw the ball to him. He will catch it. He's not going to make a lot of big plays, but he is going to make two to three clutch plays every season. Yeah. He, he's just that perfect, you know, he's like Jordan Bell. Not the flashy scorer, but he's going to do everything else you need. He's like Jerry yeah. Cook. Yeah. Like you look at Jerry Cook's year with the, with the, uh, Packers and it's like yeah he, he didn't really do a whole lot but he had that crazy sideline catch at the end of their uh, playoff game yeah he's like Luke Wilson the actor nothing really that stands out but you know <laughs> you're always like he's a good actor what else is Luke? can can anyone else name Luke Wilson movies nope uh, legally blo- oh he was an idiocracy there you go yes oh and old school <clears throat> hell yeah Wait, wasn't he? Was he? No, that's Paul Rudd. I mixed him up with Paul Rudd for a hot second because I thought Clueless. Mm, yeah. Meanwhile, I just did a Google search for Luke Wilson, and apparently, some guy from uh, Ireland pled guilty to conspiracy to murder Gary Hanley. His name is Luke Wilson. Oh. Um, I was like, how does what does that have to do with Luke Wilson? Oh. Luke Wilson, 23, from Cremona Road in Ballyfermot, along with three other men, was charged with conspiracy to murder some gangland figure, Gary Hanley. So, uh, this oh. Luke Wilson is a ginger. Oh, no, that's Gary Hanley. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so, a lot of unrecognizable Luke Wilsons out there, but we're still like, oh, yeah, you guys are, you guys are doing your thing. Huh. 
The Lions. The Lions. The Lions. Ziggy Ansa. Players on defense. Yeah, they have <clears throat> Ziggy Ansa, which is such a pickup. Darius Slay. I mean, when they when they drafted him, of course, but still. And they got Deshaun uh, Shedd now. Oh, did they? Yeah, another Seattle player. I'm sorry. Who who on their coaching staff is from Seattle? That's the only way to explain this. Uh, didn't Matt Patricia work with the the Seahawks at some point? <clears throat> he might have. No, he worked for he worked for the Patriots and then what was he? No, he's at Syracuse before that. I I don't know. Well, he went to Renslayer. Anyway, so yeah, Lions. They're still not interesting. <laughs> Their punt returner and kick returner is Jamal Agnew. I assume that that is Spiro Agnew's son or grandson. Wait, Matt Stafford's still there, right? Yeah. All right. He he's, he's one of the top it. paid. Yeah, he's he's gonna be there for fucking ever. Yeah. Um. It's Matt Stafford, then Matt Castle, then Jake Rudock. <laughs> They need to pray that Matthew Stafford doesn't get injured. <laughs> yeah, there's not much out there. Uh, I just I just went through their whole coaching staff to see, and none of them used to coach for the Seahawks. So it's a mystery. Awkward. They have Haloti Nada. Oh, no, wait. Haloti oh. Nada departed. He now plays with the Eagles. Of course he does. Yeah. Wow, they are just so fucking boring. That is, uh, like even they're good players. I'm just like, oh, cool, Darius Slay, neat. The only one that's, that's exciting okay. on that team is Ezekiel Anza. Like I can get behind Ezekiel Anza. I'm like, oh yeah, that guy's a monster, sweet. But even Matthew Stafford, I'm like, oh, cool, Matthew Stafford. Yeah, he's good. Yeah, neat. But Garrett Blunt used to be interesting when he was punching people in the face. Now he's just uh, now he just smokes weed. That's not as exciting as he gets. Was Golden Tate the I mean, one that stole donuts when he was up here? Oh, I or was that so. Percy Harvin? I, um, I, I don't know. I'm not familiar with any Seahawks stealing donuts. I'm not familiar with a Seahawk in Seattle needing to steal donuts. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it was Golden Tate. He put Top Pot on the map because now everybody around here is like, oh, yeah, Top Pot. That's where uh, Golden Tate stole donuts at 3 in the morning. I mean, I, 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 yeah, I have nothing, honestly. I think we covered everything. Um, Still is going to win the Super Bowl. <sighs> Calling it now. I was, I was just about to say, like, I was going to pose the question of out of each division, who would you predict winning? But we kind of already went over that. The, uh, the others. The Sellers and the Packers. Yeah. Because it's an easier, it's an easier two divisions yeah. when we get to some of the other ones you might have more questions like who the, the fuck south. is gonna win yeah the the south and really the east also or the west yeah. rather um yeah yeah that whole entire one is gonna be a mess can can confirm as a broncos fan <laughs> oh, i'm sorry but at you least you guys don't have any uh you know you don't have any bandwagoners anymore 
I mean, I know it's great. I've enjoyed that. You know, now everybody's like, oh, that's so cool. You have, you have a, who's, who's number 87 McCaffrey. And I'm just like, uh, get back to me when you give a shit. I'm just so happy that they stopped playing the, the Denver Broncos Super Bowl babies commercial. Yeah, that was weird. Oh, that was, was real awkward. They do that every year, though. They're, again, um, let's see, February, March, April, May, June, July, August, September, October, November. Ugh. Yep, 2 plus 9, 11. Maybe December? November. Yeah. They should knock that yeah. shit off. All the, all the Eagles babies. Eagle babies. That's, <laughs> those are so, those are such weird commercials. They're already drinking. Yeah. <laughs> Why does this? Well, one look and the like thing about it too is like you, you can almost guarantee that none of those people are, you know, Super Bowl babies. They're just actors. All of them are named Nick Foles. <laughs> uh, the, the, I think you mean Big Dick Nick, but yes, Big Big Dick Nick. Um, oh. That 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 is my crowning moment in prediction moment. Because I spent all of Nick Foles' uh, college career defending him and saying, you just wait till he gets to the NFL. He's going to be great. He's going to be great. And even when he's in the NFL, you know, people are saying, I'm like, he holds the record for most touchdowns in a game. People forget that. And everyone's pushing him. Like, now I get to go, uh, you mean Super Bowl MVP, Nick Foles? Yeah. yeah. Tell me again how much he sucks, all right? Look. <laughs> Hey man, that Nick Foles stock kept getting more and more worthless, and you just kept buying more and more. You're like, I'm diversified yep. assets. I don't do that. I buy all Nick Foles. And we're like, that's not a good idea, Jay. It's not a good idea. And you're like, just wait, just wait. Yep. Yep. I told you. You were right. There, there are, there are crosses that I will not die on. I would die on Nick Foles. That's exactly how I wanted that to come out. Yeah. Ha, ha, ha.